I, we don't actually get to this until episode three, but there are multiple stories, including ones that I've heard secondhand, of Elon Musk throwing like masquerade sex mm. parties. And I can't think of a worse image or it's like walking into like Elon Musk's like cyber mansion and being greeted by him in like a robe that's open and his like titties are kind of like flapping around. He's wearing like a like a feather mask. Honestly, that's like that's worse than the Sophie's Choice uh, experience to me. I mean, that's why they call it eyes wide shut. It's yeah, like emphasis exactly. on shut. Keep your eyes shut because don't look at Elon. You do not want to open them. Yeah, and realize where you are. Take your seven hundred dollars in Bitcoin and, and and get out of here as soon as possible. Brace. Yeah, this is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. There's some knowledge that you hold. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh God, yes. And there is. I there... believe that it's time. We're in episode two. <sighs> People have made it this far. Two hours in. Maybe we drop a little knowledge bomb on them. You want me to drop knowledge bomb about the, or do you know the? I have two. Yeah, I have two bombs about the. Yeah, fat man and little I'll boy. I'll say it. No, not that one. Okay. No. Oh, whoa. Oh no. Those are the, the atom bombs. I was just making a bomb thing. There. That. That doesn't have to do with what we're talking about. I told you that in confidence. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. Well. Okay. Say it. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. And we're not it. even doing a bit right now. This was, we've had this forbidden knowledge for a long time, and we're, by dint of it being forbidden knowledge, forbidden from knowledging you about it. Yes. We got the go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Ready. Yeah. Allegedly, uh-huh. it's been alleged to us yes. that, and we are alleging that yeah. others have alleged this. Yes. Yeah. We we're are not wrapped in a riddle that is, what is it? Non-actionable? Ta- tied up in an enigma? No, it, a rap- yeah, it's a mystery, but it's the, the important thing is she's saying this is not actionable legally. Yeah, I'm saying that whole wrapped in a mystery and enigma, th- whatever, that but alleged. Yeah. Think of it, it's that but up for alleging. Alleged, baby. He has a robot dick. Elon Musk. So you thought that was just a fucking like cold open <laughs> silly joke, but that we're not joking. No, that literally has been alleged. Yeah, a a, a source mm. uh, informed us close to the pod, close to the pod, and has been. I would say well vetted source. Well, I I honestly Sterling source. Yes, uh, I'm not gonna say how this knowledge appeared, but this knowledge comes from obviously. Well, I think some people can understand. You can understand. Yeah. Uh Elon Musk apparently has the equivalent to like a vibrator uh like in his dick. Well so we haven't okay, so I haven't been able to question the source yeah. myself. Yeah. However, I do have some questions. Yeah. One mm-hmm. attachment. Uh I'm thinking subcutaneous implant. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You were thinking it's like a. It's like I thought a it was like a cage. <laughs> or a like, cage? I don't know. I don't really know what's medically possible. Oh well, I've looked this up. There's like we can talk about this. Op- There's like 
all sorts of weird shit people do to their dicks. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I, uh, Paul. I know this guy Paul was very well versed in these sort of things. <laughs> um, no, but but I'm thinking he had some kind of like. Like an insert. No, I think it's like a bead. Okay, here's the question. Did he have to go under anesthesia for this procedure? Uh, 100%. Okay, yeah, so it's yeah. like, you know, in the flesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's. I think it's in there. And I think in my head it's controlled by his phone. That I made that detail up, but... I, I like try, a Bluetooth. Like it's like a Bluetooth kind of thing. If you yeah. like accidentally hook, like, oh, you're like, hey, uh, do you have a Bluetooth speaker? And it like attaches to... Like, <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hi. Uh, my name is renowned uh, French tickler surgeon Brace Belden. <laughs> I'm Liz. We are, of course, joined in person by producer Young Chomsky. The podcast is called uh, True A Not. That would be like if we were doing like a gimmick thing where we each said one word or a syllable, I guess. But I just said them all. Okay, that's a great gimmick. Yeah. Um, Any ideas to other podcasts out there? Welcome, episode two, the lamest show on earth, the story of the rise and not fall, unfortunately, of Elon Musk and Tesla Motors. Yes, um, yeah, I, 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 I do think that our st- <laughs> you say the rise and not fall, and I, I think that is unfortunately true. Like this doesn't end in like a. Uh... You know what though? I was just well. I was just looking at junk bond spreads, and I'm just saying, things are looking a li- little crazy. Okay. Well, all right. So, in the beginning of our last episode, we say we are not holding any positions in Tesla. Last night, mm. Liz, stoned on Indica. <laughs> spent, what is it? Why do you keep saying that? Because you keep smoking it. Oh, my God. Uh, spent $800,000 on, on... I'm not going to tell you if she's shortening it or longing it, but... Uh, <laughs> She's in there. She's slonging it. Uh, no, we, uh, yeah. That's, the, that's how you, when you hedge bets, yeah. when you hedge a, a stock, you well, actually slong it. Th- that's what I do. It's like when I play roulette, I just bet one on every single one. So I always win. Oh my God. That is how you win. I mean, you, you know, I'm very good at roulette. No, you are. Yes, I am. Okay. Women believe in magic. So I'm going to let this uh, one slide. Just come with me to Vegas, baby. Uh, I'm literally going to Vegas in August and invited you and said no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm doing stuff in August. You yeah, know that. Yeah, me too. Seeing Danzig and I Hate God in Las Vegas. Yeah, but I got to move. Anyways, uh, I, you know, we actually, you had this idea earlier mm. uh, to start the uh, start the episode with a little bit of uh, a little bit of Elon magic. Uh, some mm. of his some of his wild claims. I forgot what my idea was. I was yes, like, "What? Are you that getting was at? your idea. You made me write these out. So now we have." It to was. Do it. it was my idea because um, one of the running themes of Elon's incredible tenure mm-hmm. as the well, as you'll find out, the CEO of Tesla Motors yes. has been, and and you know, pri- prior to his tenure at Tesla, um, has been his ability to just kind of make wild claims and then just never fulfill them yeah ever and i'll be real with you like constantly this happens i do that too no but this is this is on another level yeah okay that's true yeah i mean i have definitely also promised some of these things to people but i guess people don't really expect me to follow through um one of the uh one of the most 
insane things that Elon has mm. claimed uh, is that Tesla is going to be able to Teslas are going to be able to make autonomous cross country trips from New York to Los Angeles. People, it's you know what's wild too is that so this is the this is the move he makes these claims he does it at the big show at the big auto shows that he throws mm. that all these fucking like I don't know like drunk country club like tesla guys yeah like, attend yes yeah crazy bacon baconator reddit guys go in nutso they go like freak mode ludicrous mode on this on yeah all, the press covers all of it and then poof no one's like hey wait what happened to that tesla cars cannot autonomous autonomously drive from new york to Los Angeles. No. In fact, I will say of the things that are famous and autonomous that have occurred in the past uh, decade, the other one, of course, being the autonomous zone in Seattle, uh, Tesla's autonomous driving is actually less successful. Well, the thing that's crazy, too, is like he drove out in the car and was like, I believe in the back seat showing that it was possible, like hands off of the wheel, that this would be possible. He said that it would be possible because there would be a supercharged network across the land mm-hmm. that anyone could access uh, to get you to get you there. That doesn't exist. Yeah, no. The only supercharged network across this land is when you're on heroin and you're like, hey, can I use like the charger, like the power station in here <laughs> at a Starbucks? And then you sit in there for six hours waiting oh for the guy God. to show up. The thing, though, that I really, you know, that is important for people to understand because they say oh well this is what like tesla as we'll get to the tesla bulls or the tesla defenders whatever mm. the fucking free goes they say like oh well all these things take time they take time and okay you're not going to have a supercharged network overnight but it'll you know this is like a chip you know chipping away at finally yeah. you know transitioning everyone to electric and it's like no that's not how it works without any kind of the underlying infrastructure something like you know, a fucking suit, like an actual charging network on every single American road, like literally at every gas station, a place like in the same kind of way that gas stations exist. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. people aren't just driving around San Francisco. People aren't just driving around New York City. Yeah. Tesla owners are, which is why they don't think about this kind of shit. Exactly. <laughs> you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. But like. Going from, say, Colorado to San Francisco Mm -hmm. or Portland to New Orleans on a Tesla is fucking impossible. It it would be insane. I mean, there's a reason that uh, most of the Teslas you see, actually, it's me saying this as I'm saying this, I realize I sound like a moron, Mm. but I'm like, most of the Teslas I see are in California. I never leave California, so (laughs) I guess that would be the- But the crucial point is, like, if people really wanted that to exist, it would have to come from the government doing a full-fledged central green new deal no no yeah like a full full i mean a massive infrastructure spend direct into converting all of this over not piecemeal not in this like crazy patchwork yeah. of credits and incentives and loan agreements all this stuff that we're going to get into and did get into in the first episode trying to get people electric it just doesn't fucking work it's like limp dick half measures that just enrich already rich people so liz what you're saying is we need to do like a tesla centric sort of like legislation so where we can get on like one really good highway across the country a bunch of supercharger stations one single hyperloop (laughs) well the hyperloop too is another elon thing we i we aren't i i'm sorry we don't have enough time to get in the hyperloop because i'm gonna get 
uh, a little too hyper loopy myself. But, you know, he promised all sorts of shit. He, my favorite thing, though, and actually a promise that I wish he had followed through on, was his <laughs> idea for provda.com. This guy, this is the thing. This man isn't an... Uh, this is going to make me sound weird, but I only know about this just because I'm also on the internet. This is my thing. But there's Reddit and then there's like sub, like not subreddits, but like below Reddit in turn. Like there's like uh, iFunny or nine, like meme websites for like 14 mm. year olds. Mm. And he's that. And, well, yeah, I mean, but that's how I like meet. Uh, You're people. saying that. You, when you were looking at iFunny the other day. Well, I'm sorry. Were... I'm trying to find people to mentor. Because I uh, wanted – okay, we'll keep going. Um, but uh, he wanted to create a website called pravda.com, like P-R-A-V-D-U-A. He's so clever. I know. The that wit is just unmatched well, with he, this man. He bought the URL, and he, he did this because, of course, Tesla and, and Elon himself just get so much unfair press. And the thing is – which will get you know this is famously Tessa has Tesla, Tessa. <laughs> well, keep going, but I apologize if for this. This is a movie. It was like or cartoon. It was like a little like cloud bubble just popped up right next to Brace's head, and there was like some wavy like um, hallucination of a woman yeah. at a like oasis in the desert. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean. I, you know, that is a person from my past. Um, but uh, let's, yeah, let's keep going. So uh, so he did buy Pravda.com to rate journalists. Um, I like that. Yeah, yeah. What I think he should have done is just purchase the rights to the shitty men in media list. But this was a, this was another good idea. I think we should do this. To I would do this. You know what rights? I... No, oh, no, I okay, would rate this. them. Rate I would just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, here's a rating. Wrongo. Yeah, wrong. Well, here's the thing, though. Three is, blammo wrongos. I mean, the only place that Elon Musk consistently gets like pretty negative, not the only place, but one of the main places is just like Business Insider gives him pretty bad yeah, yeah, press. Yeah. But like, the he, LA Times covers him pretty fairly. Yeah, I, I will say he's got his haters, right? Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of hater number it. one, hater number two, right in this room. But the thing is, is that Tesla actually and Elon himself have this whole network, which Liz, 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 have, I think you have some stuff on that in the next episode. Mm. Uh, this whole network of like incredibly sycophantic green blogs that all they do mm. is just tout. He, not only his like latest quote inventions, right. but also like will will basically rebut any article that's against Tesla Absolutely. or uh, Elon Ford. I would say I just for the as a note, it's not green blog. I would say that they're um, like stock pushers. Yeah, and what they're doing is basically Obviously. illegal. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will say I, I do have some ratings for some journalists. Mm, okay, uh, let's and, go. Well, I just want to congratulate uh, honestly some coworkers of our call her daddy on their new Spotify deal. And I, I rate their podcast five out of five. Five out of five. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's he's a bullshit. I mean, we got the robot taxis. We got the fucking SpaceX making the ventilators. Yeah. I mean, yeah, his little submarine. The man's a moron. It, yeah, it's an incredible, incredible skill that he really does. I mean, it pops up throughout his life. Here's the thing, though. Lying is legal.
Yeah, so speaking of his life, if you didn't listen to the last episode, that's weird that you're starting with the second episode. But you should listen to the last episode. But we go over his early life. Mm, his family. Mm-hmm. His beautiful mother. Uh, his, uh, his, his rise, you know, his, his leaving South Africa with a, with just a bindle stiff full of, I would say full of diamonds as a joke, but it doesn't really look like it was. He just left Canada, uh, as a teenager and going, or excuse me, left South Africa as a teenager, goes to Canada, uh, gets some poontang, goes to Pennsylvania, not my business. I don't care what happens in that state. And then we start today's episode with him moving to the state that we are all in right now. <laughs> California. Uh-huh. Yeah, we talked a lot about California last episode. But Elon, he goes to San Francisco, our hometown. Well, Liz, actually, Elon Musk go- gets into Stanford. Mm, fact check. Uh, f- fact check is stop being a bitch about it. Yeah, he got into Stanford. <laughs> okay, technically maybe he didn't go to Stanford. Wait, can we say? I, I mean, we can't say that he did not okay. get into Stanford. I, I, it's unclear if he got into Stanford. I, I, all I will say is that in a lawsuit from a person that's uh, Martin Eberhard, uh, there is an item that says in several national national publications, Musk has allegedly misrepresented his affiliation with Stanford University, claiming to have, quote, dropped out of a Ph.D. program at that university when he was, in fact, never enrolled at Stanford. Um, Elon Musk says he went to Stanford t- for two days and then dropped out. But I think that is I think he probably got into Stanford. I don't think he went for two days. I think he just didn't go. I literally think he did not get into Stanford. I I mean, anyone can get into Stanford. That's not true. Are you kidding me? I go there all the time. It's there's like no gate. You can just go. Okay. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Who's the pedant now? Mm Mm-hmm. No, I'm actually the. uh, They call me Mr. Panty Ray to Silicon Valley. (laughs) No, I think that he actually didn't get in. But what is funny is that when that lawsuit was filed, Musk got Stanford to send a letter saying that he did get in. And my whole thing is Stanford doesn't want to deny its relationship with Elon Musk because now that's the whole branding thing. So even if he didn't get in, Stanford is still going to say he did get in. Well, I I mean, after all, his old pal Peter Thiel like controls the poli sci program or not the poli sci program. Excuse (laughs) me, the the computer sciences program. But they're all you know weirdos. So yeah, we'll get into him in a little bit. Um, but, uh, but yeah, he, he maybe got in, maybe didn't get in. Uh, but he, he moved to San Francisco and it is the height of the dot-com boom. Yeah. My man gets in at the height. Yeah, exactly. He buys the top. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, and uh, the uh, the funny thing is he actually says he wanted to work on super capacitators, uh, at, at Stanford, um, for electric cars, mm. which, of course, Tesla doesn't use. They use uh, no. lithium-ion batteries. Uh, but he, Elon Musk loves money. He loves the Internet. He moves to San Francisco at basically the perfect time. He interns at several companies. I think he works at a video game company at some point, mm. uh, which those keep popping up in this story. And they will continue to pop up in this story, even though I didn't write that in the notes because I figured Liz would delete them. Um, but, uh, but he's, he's, he's interning at this company when a salesman from the yellow pages walks in and clumsily tries to sell the company on a, uh, on 
basically an online version of Yellow Pages. And Elon listening to this guy is like, he doesn't understand how the internet works at all, but I do. Mm. So he takes his idea for an online version of the Yellow Pages, which, by the way, I feel like every website back then was an online version of the Yellow Pages. Well, it's like, what else is a website going to be? An online version of the Yellow Pages. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, White Pages? Pink Pages. Yeah. Like the French. Uh, we did I that? believe Pink Page got shut down. In France? Oh, no. What is that? Oh, wait, yeah, we did talk about that. Oh, my yes, God. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. We've I've done 5,000 episodes. You expect me to remember every color page? Uh, so he he starts this company along with his brother, Kimball Musk. Yeah, Kimball. Uh-huh. Real character. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Well, a lot of allegedly's about that guy. But uh, <laughs> I Allegedly have... not a cowboy, Kimble... even though he refuses to take the cowboy hat Kimble, off. if you're listening to this, I know your secret. I know about your house parties. I know about the cakes. I know your secrets. I talked to a couple of people. And if you want to make them go, actually, Black, I'm just joking when I say this next thing. But if you send me a bunch of uh, Bitcoin, I won't say this shit on episode three. Anyways, so uh, they start this company called Zip2, which is like the yellow pages for the Internet. And Here's my thing. Yeah. Oh, great. You got a thing. Is it zip to something? Like, are we zipping to, like, is it like the internet gets you to zip to what you need? What the fuck does compact Or mean? is it like, is there a zip one? Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> I don't understand what the... It's got to be like, we're zipping to something. I don't That's fucking so know. Stupid. That's not even the original name of the company. That was the better name that they thought of. Uh, it is, yeah. So they start this company and their whole thing. And this is, this is kind of why I think, I mean, among other reasons, think the Stanford story is fake because what's the story of everybody who starts an internet company? Uh, they always have to be like, Oh, it's out of the garage. Well, we're working in the basement. Dropped out of college. We dropped out of college. Oh, we don't have anything. Oh, sure. Maybe the government funded our entire project. Don't look at that. Don't ask me about that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So... His whole thing is he and his brother were living together, uh, gay. Uh, <laughs> so Elon Elon has like uh, several journalists I could freaking mention learn to code, obviously. And so he's building this freaking website and uh, and his brother, I assume, is, well, I know what you were doing, Kimball. <laughs> But I can't say. Or maybe I can if you don't pay me. Just kidding. So, uh, you know, they, they hire some salespeople. They're going around trying to get people to sign up. Uh, one thing that mm. Elon would do, which we were talking about this earlier when we were basking in the sun. I know I said this last episode, but we also actually it wasn't sunny today. We were just sitting sweating. All day. You know, it's very hot. Yeah, it was really hot. Uh, one thing we were talking about earlier is that Elon loves a good fake presentation. Yeah, this is, you know, there's a couple things that continue to come up throughout his life and this story. Like, that. <laughs> at that point, just feel like, um, just sort of like practices that he leans on. Yes. This would be one of them. Yeah. My man loves to fake a presentation. And what he would do here is he would actually just build these fake supercomputers where he would build a case on the outside of a computer that just was a bigger looking computer. Yes. So it looked like a really, really big computer. Like it was like a tiny computer wearing yeah. a costume of a bigger computer. And so he would bring potential clients into the Zip2 office and show them this just big ass computer. That's fake. Yeah, that's fake. I'll be honest. 
It's a pretty good idea. I knew you were going to say it's that. It's a good idea. Because you got a scammer brain. No, but I'm saying, dude, it's it's in the uh, the time period, right? Like late 90s, early yeah, 2000s. no one knew. They'd be like, no, and also at that time, no one was into tiny. They wanted no, big. They wanted big, but also that's when people still said supercomputers. Yeah. Now, it's everybody's got a freaking supercomputer in, their, in their in pocket. Your, it's in your pocket. It's crazy. It's in your pocket. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Liz, there's a quote here that I'd like you to read in your least racist accent. I'm not doing any accent. Okay, Because all of them are racist. Listener, <laughs> listener, imagine she is doing an accent here. My mentality is that of a samurai. I don't know how to say this. I just realized. Just try it. No, try it. Just I try it. Know. Just try it. No, it, it'll be, it'll, <laughs> just try it. I just realized. Not my mentality. <laughs> my mentality is that of a samurai. I would rather commit seppuku. That's pretty good. Is that how yeah, you say it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Then fail. Anyway, that was supposed to sound very cool and weird, but now I just sounded like a lame. I sounded like a little girl. Okay, I'll do it in an accent then. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> no, so. Yeah, Elon was like super, super locked in. He was all over the place. He was in charge of everything. People would, he would like stay there at night and go in and change the employee's code to like what he wanted to be. He's super, super control freak. Exactly. Yeah. And that's something like Elon, I will give him this. He does have the psychopath's work mentality. Yeah. Well, he's a psychopath. Yeah, exactly. But like his whole thing, he's one of these motherfuckers who's like, I got rich because I work 19 hours a day and sleep for an hour and eat mush. Yeah, there's a lot of this is self-mythology, which we'll get into. It does seem that everybody, though, throughout his work history is like, dude, he just wouldn't go home. Like A lot of people seem to think he's an asshole. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely seems like an asshole. So as you can imagine, their business is doing maybe not so great. But, you know, again, it's a time. Well, who doesn't use Zip2 now? uh, Actually, I I still do use Zip2 in the back end for my... um, Binging. No, but for my... You bing to the Zip2. No, it's for my accent website. (laughs) I teach people how to do accents. Okay. Uh, but, uh, But, yeah, so they get some investor money. They get about three million fucking bones from a venture capitalist. There's only one condition, and this is a condition, well, this happens a lot, let's say. And it's not like this is so unusual in business, but Mm. Elon seems to really get a lot of this. Uh, Elon Musk has replaced the CEO. Yeah, that was their one condition, that Elon had to go. Yeah, exactly. Um, The next CEO definitely does seem to be a better CEO than Elon. So yeah, he like, cha- knew what he was doing. Exactly. They changed their whole business model. They start going around to these news outlets like the damn New York Times mm. uh, and essentially pitching them like, hey, what if you did classifieds on the internet? Uh, and it worked. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. It totally yeah. worked. It totally worked. But Elon was cut out of it, basically. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, Elon wanted Zip2. And this is like you were saying. This is another little insight into the mind of Musk. Um, Elon wanted Zip2 to be in the public eye. He didn't want. He didn't like the fact that you. It would be like the New York Times like Zip2 page, but it would be like all New York Times branding, and at the bottom, mm. in little fucking six point aerial font, say powered by Zip2. I mean, famously, because everyone remembers this part of the internet history and how big this website was. So exactly. of course, how could they forget? 
how it all worked. Exactly. But here, but that's the thing is like we see that a lot with Musk, uh, especially in the stuff that we cover in this episode, is that like he is a brand freak and his brand ideas fucking suck dick and balls. Well, at this point they do. Yeah. We'll yeah. Get, I mean, you know, you got to give him credit for some of the Tesla stuff, but it is, I mean, he really, this is his focus. Mm-hmm. He understands how important branding is. He understands how important the public image is um but it really is the only thing he focuses on the ceo at the time sorkin he said something there were disagreements over the priority of general visibility for the company um and the reporter in this piece was from this really really good uh profile on musk in slate in like 1999 i think um but he said that musk yeah the reporter asks uh, the CEO if it's true, because there's this rumor going around that what Musk wants is to be on the cover of Rolling Stone, like as himself. Yeah. And he just says, yes, for Elon, that's what general general visibility meant. Uh, lest you let Sorkin off the hook, though, he now runs a climate intelligence company advised by the deputy secretary of the Treasury to Obama, Obama's chief climate negotiator and the chief data officer, at Goldman Sachs. Their two biggest products are flood score and heat score, which is another little theme of this whole series, which is these weird fucking green freaks. Oh, yeah. Like and the climate business. Yeah. The, the big business of climate is... Yeah. Climate change, anti-climate change. These Green New Dealers. Yeah, the, these are the proto-Green New Dealers. Yes. So Sorkin tries to merge Zip2 with City Search. Uh, that doesn't work. I think City Search is still around. Uh, you know what? I have no idea. That's I such a City gen- I feel like that's a, yeah. I feel like I do too. But I'm like, how would I it remember? It sounds like a thing that Yahoo bought. Yeah. And then kept around, but everyone's like. I don't go to Yahoo unless I got to, like, chat with my buddies about golf or play fantasy sports. In my head, it's like Yelp, but I, I think I'm I just think might so. be making that up. I yeah, don't know. I could see it. Yeah, but it's maybe it's just the way it sounds. Anyways, that doesn't work. And in the fallout from that, Musk coos Sorkin. Yeah. Gets his ass out of there. We will coo who we want. <laughs> exactly. But he himself <laughs> is outmaneuvered by the board. Uh-oh. And uh, honestly, to his motherfucking benefit... The company was sold to Compaq uh, for $305 million. Kimball, Kimball, by the way, not sure what work Kimball is ever doing besides stuff that is unmentionable but could be mentionable on here. (laughs) Um, Because all of this shit is like... He's always getting paid. That's what he's doing. Kimball is getting... Honestly, if Elon... Nothing else about Elon... He's getting his brother some some money. You know, Kimball started selling Tesla stock last year. Really? Mm. Hmm. Well, he does have a expensive appetite, but uh, the chef will keep his. Well, I'm not the chef. Okay. Here's the other thing. Yeah. Who names their kid Kimball? Is that a name? Yeah, it's a name. Have you ever met a Kimball? I feel like it's a Scottish kind of thing. Kimball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. Can my balls fit in your um, mouth? Okay. okay. So, yeah. Uh, so, Kimball gets 15 mil. Elon gets 22. Yeah. Um, which, those numbers should be very attractive to Kimball. Uh, and and they fucking <laughs> dip out. You know? They're good. Elon is a millionaire at just 27 years old. And boy, do I wish that he had done something else that a lot of other famous people did at age 27. <laughs> but he didn't! No, he immediately moves to a new condo. Baller. And buys a McLaren F1. Yes. Now, this 
is a million dollar car. Yeah, literally just a million dollar car. And I gotta say, this thing, I mean, everyone says it's like, this is the best car in the world. Yeah. I don't know about cars, mm-hmm. funny enough, even though we're doing the show. Yeah, well, these aren't cars. I don't drive. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to drive. No, me uh, either. I'm, I know. Yeah. So we're doing a show about cars, neither of us know how to drive. I actually just learned how to, well, okay, I learned how to ride a bike recently. I know. That's not a car, though. Yeah, yeah but it's... And like, it's not like a small car. Nah. It's not like a bike is a small car. You can you learn how to put them on the road, though. Anyway, this car is sick. Yeah, it's bad. It's badass. It's pretty sick. It, but it's really lame that he bought this car. It, well, here's the thing. In that crazy slate profile that we were talking mm. about, the the guy profiling him... Uh, who I don't have his name written down, but I assume he won't care because he's not going to, he must be 9,000 years old now. He was writing for Slate in the 90s. Give me a break. Or the early 2000s. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but he's like, he's like, even he, he got to acknowledge in the pieces, like most like Silicon Valley millionaires are like, don't show off that they just bought a McLaren. Dude, Elon shows off so much that he's like, I need to get pressed that I just bought this car. He invites CNN down to like do like an unboxing video for his McLaren. I gotta say also, thanks to the video evidence we have of this, he's balding. Okay, so I actually, I said I was going to put this in the notes. I know, you didn't put it in. I didn't put this in the notes. I can maybe do this as an addendum to okay. the next episode. But no, I think we should do it right now. Okay, well, I don't have necessarily all the words, so... I want to be clear here. Thick head of hair up here, right? Oh, yeah. You got hair Look at the, the wazoo. Oh, my God. I got... T- actually, You're I've been told by a lot of people... Is it full moon? T- uh, it could be if I turn... A- okay. <laughs> Anyways, but I, I have a f- thick head of hair, so I don't exactly... I'm not... I'm not majoring in baldness studies at Elon Musk University, but this motherfucker, I mean, you can see this guy's scalp from 50 goddamn yards away. Yeah. Talk about a full moon. I mean, my God, exactly. The thing shines bright like a diamond, to quote Rihanna. Mm. Um, But but then something strange happened. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he showed up like LeBron at the next playoff. Does Le- is it Le- LeBron's hair? Oh, you don't know about LeBron's hairline? Uh, no, LeBron. Well, LeBron's hairline changes every season. Yeah. Um, similar to some, you know, has jump shot, but uh, he. Uh, you never know if it's going to be like back forward. When he was in Miami, it got real bad. Mm-hmm. Some have alleged because perhaps of some enhancements he was doing down in. Uh, the old Sunshine State. Okay. I am not alleging that. Others have alleged. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know why we're talking about this. We should get back to the show. Anyways, Elon Musk has hair plugs. And actually, yeah. we, we, you know, we're, we're fair here. We're magnanimous. Hair plugs do not always take. <laughs> what? I, I just want to, we're magnanimous. Magnanimous? Magnanimous? Whatever. Why'd you correct him? Magna- but I, I'm, I've just read the word. I don't know. You can't fall back on that one every time. But it's true. Okay. Who's saying that, especially around me? Anyways, we're fair. We're providing <laughs> balanced coverage here. Yeah. We're we both can, sides. We could, oh, we could do a little crossfire both sides here. But we're both. We're, I'm saying we're both being fair here. Right, but it's the balance. Fair and balanced. Yeah, You're exactly. You're fair and balanced. Yes. Uh, Elon Musk hair plugs, congratulations that they took. That's what I told you. Yeah. I said that is an achievement because a lot of times they don't take. Yeah, but exactly. Here's the other thing. What? Spoiler alert. I don't know if they're still... I, they seem to be clinging on for dear life. 
at this not at this time that we're in history yeah. in episode two, but blue, 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 current blue, day. Flash forward to current day. Just saw from the event of you know like a couple days ago. Horrible. Like we said, looks like Donald Trump, who also probably, of course, hair plugs. Yes. So back to this. Fifteen minutes ago, we left you. He had just bought a McLaren. He's got he cashes out. At, you know, he's 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 out of zip two. He's a big old millionaire now. By the way, he destroys that McLaren on a drive with his friend, according to the pretty um, friendly Vance biography mm. of Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a quote from this. Watch this. He floored the car, did a lane change, spun out, hit an embankment. What did he have Tesla autopilot on? Which started the car spinning in midair like a frisbee. The windows and wheels were blown to smithereens, and the body of the car damaged. Musk again turned to his companion and said, "The funny part is, it wasn't insured." Dude, what? I'm sorry. He brother. didn't insure a million dollar car. I mean, he's probably just—he's lying. He's, probably to, he's lying, lying to the somewhere. Author. He's lying somewhere. It's he's all, lying somewhere. It, this is the thing. First of all, there's no way he didn't enter the car. Second of all, this is what Elon does. He tells the author, Ashley Vance, who had incredible access, yeah. this kind of story to make him look like he's out of control, crazy, being like psycho. Look how frivolous he is with the McLaren. He's just like, ooh, left, right, never know where he's going to be. He's yeah, all yeah, crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's what he fucking wants. Exactly. Yeah, it's a branding thing. So in 99... We're at the Woodstock 99 here. Mm. Um, the that was dark, a weird time. Bad vibes in 99. Things. Mm. It's a, it was an evil year. Uh, he plows $12 million of the money he made into his next venture. <sighs> XCOM. No, X.com. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got to revise all of my notes. I couldn't figure that out. Uh, no, he, fi- he, he, he starts X.com. Which is a horrible name. What? what? <laughs> and honestly, that sounds like the kind of fucking business that Kimball would start. <laughs> so he f- founds X.com with three other fucking morons. So that he's mm. a lead shareholder due to his insane initial investment. And that's the thing. And this is this is part of the Elon mythos that is actually some, you know, is true. Is that Elon, that, that's rare to do, right? Because a lot of the time what you do in Silicon Valley is you start your dumb, you know, uh, pet, we come like suck off your dog or whatever thing. And then you sell that to another company, make a bunch of money. Mm. And then you have the clout to basically get funding from like, you know, uh, venture capitalists, whatever, for your next venture. Right? Right, right, right. So you're funded from the start. Sure. Elon self-funds. Yes. So he can be in charge. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's that's pretty rare. And so he uh, what he does is he so I guess we didn't say what X.com is. It's a ba- it's banking software. Yeah, he calls it like an internet bank, but it's, yeah, not, it's not really a it's not a bank. It's not a bank. It's kind of stupid. Yeah, it's it's I mean, it's basically I mean, who gives a fuck? It's like PayPal. 
<laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, spoiler alert, but like, I, you don't wait. Here's the thing: I'm not here to tell you what what X.com did because I looked into it. I, in fact, read two books that talked about it, read a bunch of articles about it, and I still don't give a fuck. It was bank. It was like fake banking shit. It's it like PayPal. Like PayPal. It was like a way to pay people. But imagine this: Hey, I'm gonna X.com you. I'm gonna X you. It's like, hey, don't do that. Yeah, Kimball, what the fuck? So he snipes a bunch of really talented coders from different places to build this thing. And immediately, one of his co-founders accuses him of taking the co- talking the company up too much in the press. And he says that Elon was promising the, moon, the sun, the moon, and the stars to the media and tries to initiate a coup against him. It yeah. doesn't work. He splits with basically all of the workforce. Yeah. Uh, just a year after starting this company, he merges with... The biggest competitor, which was at the time called Co- Coinfinity, mm-hmm. horrible, but we now know and love them as PayPal. Yes. So PayPal, of course, was run by this podcast biggest backer Peter Thiel and uh, Max Levchin, and of course, there are a million things to be said about the PayPal mafia. Ugh. None of which I give a fuck enough to say on this podcast. I don't even want to say PayPal mafia. Liz, they killed like three of your cousins, dude. Like, I understand your reticence. No, so they merged these companies. Um, You might be thinking, wait, I thought Elon founded PayPal. We'll get to that. Yeah. More like he founded founded them down there. (laughs) (laughs) So the companies merge, but all three of these guys have totally different ideas. Musk is like... He, like, believes in this idea of X.com so hard. He is like, this is the fucking coolest thing. This is the fucking coolest thing. We gotta be X.com. We gotta be X.com. And he gets them to, like, keep that name. Yeah. I mean, X.com was the bigger company at the time. But the thing is, is, like, PayPal was a little more serious Mm -hmm. and also was named PayPal, which, like, okay, PayPal is kind of a silly name, but, like, it's a for what it is... Not the worst name. No, it's right? your pay. It's your, your pal. Pay, it's your PayPal. It's your pal that you pay. Exactly. And and so okay, you might be thinking, well, yeah, obviously, and everybody else involved with this also thought that, except for Elon Musk, who <laughs> got to be in charge. Uh, and so, <laughs> you, I mean, a big part of this is probably the fact that Elon Musk paid one million dollars for the X.com name, <laughs> which, by the way. He bought back from PayPal recently for undisclosed oh, sum, thought to be like many millions of dollars. But he he oh he God. had everybody he had everybody get four different X.com polo t-shirt polo shirts, uh, X.com frisbees, X.com stress balls, X.com basically everything. He had everyone take the day off to see X Men in the theaters. And they changed the PayPal site to X PayPal, <laughs> which is the stupidest thing I've ever exactly. heard. Exactly, and PayPal, what is it, like the former PayPal, and PayPaling your ex. What do you do to make her not say something? What are you, Kimball Musk? <laughs> so, any so. <laughs> But the thing is that's so fucking funny is it's not just us that can obviously see how stupid of an idea this is. Focus, they had, like, they sent it to focus groups, like, yeah. repeatedly. Multiple times. Every single one was like, what is this, a porn site? Exactly. Every woman thought it was a porn site. Like, <laughs> and this is like, so obviously the people doing these focus groups are like, we know 
like the people who are commissioning the focus groups yeah. rather are not like they're looking, looking for proof they need they're the looking for the, the exactly they, they need, need to the have proof. the receipts so they can be like hey elon everyone thinks it's stupid not just us but here's the thing they were doing all of these in secret and then elon found out about one of them immediately shuts it down yes yeah no in fact elon it was a like survey of x.com users and elon musk was randomly selected which was actually like a very low chance and he like got super pissed like he's like what the fuck are you guys doing blah blah uh from that slate profile we were talking about earlier in one conversation with musk this man i'm sorry this man is you're all thinking it uh in one conversation with musk i asked him how he imagines the advertising for x.com will look in this as in everything else Musk does not pretend to be an expert. His perspective is just that of a gifted (laughs) amateur. You know the ads for Tide, Musk asks, where there's a brand, a name brand, and a brand X, and brand X always loses? Well, our ads can be like that, except that brand X wins. So I'm going to take that again, because this is actually how it probably was said was, You know the ads for Tide? Where the name brand and the brand X, and brand X always loses? Well, our ads could be like that, except the X brand wins. (laughs) So, uh, speaking of X PayPal, uh, Peter and Max leave like two months after 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 the merger because yeah, the whole you know what's funny actually is that I've read that Teal actually he said that he split with Musk because he said Musk didn't understand debt financing really, which boy did Musk show him. I'll be how on- much he understands yes, about debt yes, finance. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but they, they said, I mean, this is the, the sort of general story we hear is tech differences. In mm. fact, that kind of becomes a cover for a lot of people. Sure, drama. sure. Uh, and they were right. The website fucking sucked balls. Yeah. Uh, it went down like once a week. Barely any <laughs> of the fucking features work. And here's the thing. I, dude, I wish that I was not. I mean, because I was, like, in my 30s in the early 90s, and, like, I was, like, kind of, like, a cool, like, I went to a lot of, like, rockabilly. I was, like, a heavy part of the rockabilly Well, the reason why you liked, you when you saw X.com, you were like, oh, damn, my generation. Exactly. This is me. And and actually, Liz is saying that, but that is also, in the focus groups, all the men thought it was a Generation X kind of thing, and they were all, like, middle-aged men. Generation X. Exactly. Um, but, uh, but the fraud was rampant. The fucking thing, I mean, it, it's, it's just like the like, one thing you don't want in a PayPal site. Yes, yes. Um, Musk leadership was, uh, to put it mildly, in question, uh, as he seemed to be running the thing into the ground. I use some very ableist language in my notes here, so yeah. I'll skip down several sentences. Um, uh, but anyways, there is, once again, a coup. Yeah, everyone seems to hate him. Yeah, yes. Described yeah. as intensely, intensely annoying. Yeah, yes. I- yes, everyone is... I, 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 you gotta be honest. I feel bad for the guy because he is a genius, a visionary, <laughs> a one-of-a-kind guy. And a lot of the times when you are really smart and a genius and like a one of such a generation of mine, people do think you're annoying. Mm. The employees of X.com actually go straight to the board and get them to oust Musk as CEO. Yeah. That's how annoying he was. Yes. And, and, and not only this that. This was uh, worker action. Yes. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is Google Union, except less people with multiple personalities. So, yeah. The thing is, this is this is one of my favorite coups in the long history of Musk-involved uh, yeah. involved coups. 
Yeah. It, Even, you know, some of our favorite American coups. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is one of my favorite ones. It's I mean, pretty devious. Yeah. Even by Teal standards. Exactly. So... Musk is, I don't know if I, uh, I did actually mention, I believe in the last episode that he has a little uh, romance with a girl named Justine mm. at college. Yes. Well, now they are recently married. Yes. And they're jetting off on their really fucking boring sounding honeymoon to the fucking Olympics in Sydney. The Can fuck kind of honeymoon is that? What the fuck would, is that? I mean, there are many instances and, uh, you know, we'll get to their marriage and spoiler alert divorce. Yeah. She should have left him. Many, many times. Yes. Well, I think she acknowledges that as well. But the the honeymoon to the Olympics. Insane. In Sydney. I mean, isn't Sydney like San Diego? Can you imagine? San Diego? It's, it's, uh, I've been to Sydney and I got, uh, well, I took mushrooms out of a jar. Yeah, I know. We've talked about yeah, this. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So anyways, but yeah, insane place to go on the fucking honeymoon. And uh, while he's on the plane, this coup takes place and he's removed by the board and replaced. Uh, he gets off the plane, gets the news, and then gets right back on the plane yeah. and comes back. No supercomputer in his pocket then. Exactly. And he fucking fails. But he's still involved in the company, right? They don't fire him or anything. No. They just remove him as CEO and they bring Teal, a serious personality, in. Yes. Uh, he makes nice with Teal. And in fact, he encourages the initial public offering mm, yeah he wants that big payday mm-hmm. and uh they go public and then i think in less than a year paypal gets acquired by ebay mm. for 1.5 yeah billion dollars i remember that deal that was fucking huge i know that was one of the greatest days of my life <laughs> musk elon makes 160 million dollars from this yes 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 from fucking x.com and the thing is I will say, Elon Musk was not a founder of PayPal. No, absolutely not. No. He was involved in the merger that led to what PayPal became, mm. but he wasn't like, he didn't come up with PayPal yeah. or anything He like also this. was not a founder of Tesla. Yes, yes. But he does have an agreement with PayPal uh, from his uh, from his 2001 mutual release with the company that says that uh, they have to refer to him as a founder. Yes, this is also a running yes. <laughs> a running motif. Yes. Um, this is from a lawsuit uh, that he uh, that comes a little bit later in his life. Musk has perpetuated this untruth with full awareness regarding the value that accompanies the title of founder of a startup that has the potential to become a successful large company. In the 1990s, Musk was involved in the creation and management of PayPal, Inc. Musk involuntarily separated from PayPal under a separation agreement and mutual release that was executed on or about May 4th, 2001. The agreement with PayPal contains a deletion of reference to founders clause that reads as follows. The company, PayPal, acknowledges and agrees that Mr. Musk is a founder of the company and its predecessor, X.com. The company agrees that all references to founders of the company will be removed from the company's website and from the about section of all future company press releases. In addition, the company shall refrain from stating who the founders of the company are or making statements quoted in the press that undermine Mr. Musk's status as a founder of X.com or the or the company, meaning PayPal, when communicating with the media or other external third parties. So this, my dear listeners, is why you sitting at home think 
wrongly that Elon Musk is a founder of PayPal. And uh, considering the lawsuit that this is taken from against Elon Musk, it is uh, that particular clause rings very, very, very ironic considering his uh, status as the founder of Tesla and other people's, well, at the time, lack of that. So here's the thing. Elon Musk is a nerd. Yeah, it, he is. I mean, it undeniably so. And it basically by every definition of it. Yes. He's a nerd. Yes. Uh, you remember earlier how we were talking about how Elon Musk, this is the last episode, about how he loves science fiction. Big yeah, fan yeah, yeah. of Heinlein's mm. libertarian novel about moon colonization. Well, he gets very interested in space. In a real way, not in sort of a theoretical way, in the early 2000s. And in 2001, he joined something called the Mars Society, mm. uh, which is a society which is not it, – it's not like an obscure sort of group. It's, no, you know, no, it's like it's a lot like of, a, you know, yeah. res- I'm well, okay, lowercase r, respectable uh, people <laughs> in it. Uh, and, you know, he, it's basically dedicated to the colonization of the Red Planet. Uh, at this point, he's recovering from a nearly near deadly bout of malaria. <laughs> this is a very odd detail. Yes, yeah, yeah. He is rail thin. He was in ho- the hospital for like about this. a long time. He yeah, conveniently leaves this out of his mythology. Exactly because he's a, he's a malarial freak. It drove him insane. <laughs> yeah, now, his brain is like dis- like he's got mosquito diseased. What's brain. that shit? Quinine. He's fucking mainlining quinine every few days. I mean, the guy's out of his mind. Anyways, so his friends all literally think that, like, having malaria drove him insane. He's like, why the fuck are you, like, what are you doing? Sprockets now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's like, fuck it. I'm not into banking. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go to the, f- I'm going to go to fucking Mars. Well, so he starts hosting meetings at, at, at around California. I think some in Southern California and some in Northern California with people like James Cameron uh, and this is all from the Vance book. Uh, and scientists from what NASA's do you mean JPL. With James Cameron. James I don't know. I met with him a couple times. He went times. into deep sea, not deep space. Yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, wait. Well, he did Alien, right? No, that's Ridley Scott. Yeah. No, James Cameron. No, James. No, yeah, I think he did. Yeah, yeah. He did Aliens, which is better than Alien. That's true. Yeah. Um, so I was right. Game over, man. Yeah. That's a great line. Uh, <laughs> anyways, with scientists from NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory. And with a guy named Michael Griffin, whose resume mm. includes NASA, JPL, and president of Incutel, the CIA's venture capital firm. <laughs> uh, he would advise Musk on space until about 2005 when he took over as the head of NASA. And this was a big era for private space exploration. We were talking about this the other day when we were going through a lot of this stuff. And we were saying, like, space was trendy back People then. People loved space. A lot of... Th- Everyone's always talking about space cowboys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lance Bass. Armageddon. Went to space. Uh, no. So Lance Bass didn't. Liz thinks okay. Lance Bass went no, to no, space. No, 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 no. No, he didn't go to space. I know. But I did correctly identify that it was supposed to be with the Russians. That was me that did that. No, no, no. It's in the messages. I said, oh, yeah, it was cosmonauts, wasn't it? And you said, yes. 
Meaning, okay, I this said is, it, okay, and you. Ag- sh- oh, okay. This is this revisionist history. I mean, we can roll the tape, but we wow. won't because we need okay, to. Okay, let's move on. Yes. Anyways, Lance Bass from NSYNC. I'm not lying. Uh, almost became a cosmonaut. Oh, I think. What do you say with the question mark? He wasn't in. I can't remember if he was. I think it was NSYNC. Um, of course I don't it fucking was like that kind of music, dude. Anyways, Lance Bass <laughs> almost goes to space. Uh, and in fact, he's still working on it. There's a lot of good pictures from that really? time. Yes. Uh, Musk's original Aww. plans are for mice to go to Mars, sort of borrowed from the Mars Society, and then for a greenhouse to be Why shot to Mars. Why would you want mice to, to go up there? Well, uh, to make sure that it's cool. I mean, chimps went to space. Mice should oh, be able yeah. to. And, um... Dogs, like yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, and he goes to Russia to buy refurbished ICPMs <laughs> with this guy Jim Cantrell, is like a former Jet Propulsion Laboratory guy who's got his that this guy has got his own insane history mm-hmm. that I, I can't even get into. But at one point, he would have been placed under house arrest by the Russians in the mid '90s over charges of espionage and spying, which is like, what are you spying on? You could literally just go to Russia at that point and buy like a nuke. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, you could buy like a for? city at that exactly. point. Exactly. Uh, anyways, this falls through. He, yeah, he, this is go- like not a real company at this point. No, the negotiations with the Russians do not go well. So for a few years, SpaceX is basically nothing but branding. Although he has like people, you know, working on stuff. It's it's mostly just a brand, like a, a quirky thing that Elon's doing. By the way, I just want to mention because we didn't mention this, and I want to point it out. You noticed the X in SpaceX? Yes, stands for exploration. Okay, but also we know about Elon's obsession. With X. Mm-hmm. And I just want to point out that he has foisted it onto this brand, like a coward at the end. Yes. SpaceX. And it will show up in Tesla as well. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yes, it will. <laughs> um, but Musk actually gets a contract from NASA yeah. uh, for SpaceX in 2006 to provide flights to the ISS, and a year later, the DOD officially sponsors the first two launches of their rockets. The thing with SpaceX that actually makes SpaceX like much more sort of straightforwardly successful than Musk. Well, let's things, say viable. Viable, rather, <laughs> is that uh, let's not be too generous. There's not really any competition for SpaceX. Well. I mean, not really any competition. Blue origin. Yes. Well, of course. But they're like the real competition at yep. this time is like Raytheon. Yeah, yeah, shit. yeah. It's all government contract. Yeah. And of course, they're fleecing the fucking government. I mean, it's all part of the government. But, you know, these are really, 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 really expensive. Yeah. And his whole thing with SpaceX is like, uh, we'll do it cheaper. Yeah. He's like, what? I'll just undercut everyone else. Yeah. And the government's like sick yeah well here and here's the thing this actually works in anything like if you ever go to a place you're like wow this is my dream job literally just go up to the manager and point at like a guy who looks like he's doing something you could do and be like i'll work for a dollar less than him okay don't do that if you fire him right now (laughs) (laughs) that works that basically is what elon did and it fucking worked here's the thing spacex didn't work no 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 the the first three launches fail uh (laughs) it was actually really sad (laughs) yes yeah and the the third launch actually saw the rocket which was it was carrying three satellites and according to the new york times can you read this the ashes of 208 people who had paid to have their remains shot into space including the astronaut gordon cooper and the actor James Doohan? James Doohan, yeah. Doohan? James yeah, yeah, Doohan? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> who played Montgomery Scotty Scott, the 
the wily. There's a lot of words here. The wily engineer on the original Star Trek television show. I don't know. This motherfucker's name is Scotty Scott. It's not a great. Scotty, beam me up, Scotty. Oh, beam me up, Scotty. His name's Scotty Scott. Yeah, in the lore, I guess. I guess so. Hmm, that's okay. Anyway, the service is called an explorer's flight by the company that arranges them, Celestis Inc. Last night, the company's webpage stated, the explorer's flight mission appears not to have reached orbit tonight, and the Wikipedia pages for Cooper and Duan had already been edited early Sunday morning to reflect the news. It's really sad. It is sad. So it's... they paid all this money. This is why you don't do this kind of shit. Exactly. Yeah, you should don't die. Yeah. That's, that's, the, only, that's the only way. This will never happen to me. Anyways, as we get to in a very short amount of time, Musk's financial crises all <laughs> dovetail around 2008, yeah. and he ends up splitting a bunch of his money between Tesla and SpaceX. And the thing is, is actually he's able to use SpaceX getting contracts really as leverage with a lot of the Tesla stuff, right? Especially in some of the, which we, we don't really go too far into it, but if you look into like a lot of the Tesla funding rounds, mm. rather, uh one of them in particular coincides with SpaceX getting a big contract and Elon is able to fund it. Yeah, uses it as very clever leverage there. And their whole thing is they want to bust up this monopoly of something called the ULA. Yeah, the United Launch Alliance, which that's basically like military, NASA, and all the kind of couple other contractors kind of like just in one little organization. Exactly. The Alliance. Alliance. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Uh, The thing is, though, a lot of these groups use Russian rockets or Russian engines for their rockets. Mm. And around this time, Russia invades Crimea or uh, Russia... Well, returns it just, it Crimea returns to, to the its, fold. Yeah, to where it belongs. Yes. And and John McCain, a famously queer-coded senator, was outraged by this because he had been uh, sissified by Russians while he was in a North Korean, mm. or excuse me, North Vietnamese prison camp, uh, and tries to ban this from, uh, ban basically American companies from using Russian rockets. And uh, SpaceX takes advantage of this and sues the Air Force to try to get more and more contracts for SpaceX. And this kind of works. Yeah. Uh, and they have been doing what my uh, uncle does to make money, which is to constantly sue the government in order for them to give him uh, them money, essentially. Uh, they are in a longstanding and uh, ongoing contract war with yeah. a lot of these different uh, different government agencies in order to secure contracts. One contract they did get that was a little off-the-books operation uh, was they uh, have been launching National Reconnaissance um, Office uh, satellites into space. Which yeah, is, that's a big that's yeah. a big story that, you know, maybe we'll get to that someday. But, uh, yeah, those that's the kind of satellites that can... Uh, it's... Uh, they're, taking, they're, taking, they're taking pictures. Yeah, surveillance. So here's the thing. We are now, we have now in the chronology reached the point of where we ended the last episode. Yes. So, whoops. <laughs> A little bit more to go. If you may recall, the last episode, we ended when a couple of scrappy upstarts in Silicon Valley had a crazy idea mm-hmm. to throw a bunch of laptop batteries in a car. Yeah. And it worked. Yes. And then they were like, dang, we need some money so we can make this this car a reality. They hook up with the Google guys. Mm-hmm. The Google guys are like, we know this guy. He's got a little bit of money. And he's really stupid. <laughs> His name, Elon Musk. So they get all introduced. 
mm-hmm. through the Google guys. Yes. And Elon's like, huh, I just bought this crazy million dollar car that I crashed. I love cars Big and I've fan. got money. Why don't we do this thing? And the thing is, is the business plan that Eberhard and Tarpening have at this point. Remember them? Those were the guys who came up with this little Tesla company. Was they were like, all right, the zero to, to zero. Why do you say like it's the T zero? No, it's definitely not. I guarantee you it's not. It's zero. It's zero. TZ to, with each other is supposed to make a Z sound. I bet you $500 right now. Okay. Okay, of the bet? Okay, well, then you owe me $500. Uh, so they their whole business plan is actually to sell these Scion conversion boxes. Uh, Elon Musk is like, uh, lame. I want you to make these fucking sports cars. And in fact, I don't actually really want to make these sports cars. I want you to make some other sports cars. Um, e- Elon has two conditions for investing. One is that Tesla owns all its own dealerships. And two, he gets to be in charge of everything. Yeah, I want to – one really quick thing because this is something that will come up later on is as we progress through the timeline. The Tesla dealership thing is actually a big innovation. Yeah. Um, that's not how buying a car works usually. No, no. And for people out there who have bought cars, unlike myself or Brace, what you usually do is you go to a dealership that are – you know, they're contracted. But there yeah. are these separate entities. Uh, Elon's like, no, no, no. We're vertically integrating. Yeah. Now you got to go direct to Tesla shops. That's the only place where you can buy a Tesla. That's the big condition. And you know, this is this proves to be very complicated. Yes. Confusing, difficult, and kind of a terrible idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now yeah. they're stuck with it. Absolutely. And the thing is 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 I said that Elon gets to be in charge. And actually, it really starts off with Elon kind of just gets the final say on everything, right? Like he's not running day-to-day operations. He kind of just has ultimate veto power. And he's he's the thumbs up, thumbs down kind of guy, the man at the end of the line. So at this point, he's mostly focusing on SpaceX. Like he doesn't really he he's really hands off with with Tesla. Eberhard is the guy who's doing the most of the bulk of the work. So the thing is, is Tesla isn't a car company. It's just like some guys with an idea for an electric car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had basically like not. Re- I mean, they've never really manufactured a whole car. Yeah, they yeah, basically exactly. tore out the insides of a car that already existed that someone else made. And updated it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that's kind of what the business plan was at this point, yeah. right? Like, they weren't trying to make a mass car company that, you know, for, you know, building, like, your car that you go to work in. They were trying to make, like, high-end vehicles for divorcees in Silicon Valley. Literally, like, no- it's a novelty company. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Making expensive toys. So, uh, my man Eberhard and Tom Gage, I believe, go to a LA, the L.A. Auto show which featured in episode one uh and identify the lotus elise as kind of the car that they would like to put their little drivetrain in because if you remember tesla at this point their business plan was they were going to use the electric drivetrain from ac propulsion and put that in another car they identify this car lotus is a british automotive company Mm -hmm. and the elise is one of the cars that they make. Yeah. Um, it's I, I, I a don't, sports car. It's a sports car. I don't know. It, I What do I look like? A guy who knows what the fuck that... They literally just pop this drivetrain into the Elise, and they're like, this is going to be great. Here's the thing. No. Didn't work. Doesn't work. Yeah. The, the, the body doesn't fit. The batteries doesn't don't fit. And uh, immediately, 
costs begin to soar. So again, Eberhard is running most of the day-to-day work here, and he is the one who's sort of like tasked with (laughs) discovering and understanding and fixing the fact that the Lotus Lisa's body was maybe not the, the right body type for a lot of the things that they wanted to put into the Tesla. And while this is going on, Elon is having to sign off on most of the big decisions. Um, and so they're having to go through Eberhard, kind of up the chain to Elon, and then back down. And things are getting a little out of hand. Well, the whole thing is that, I mean, Eberhard would spend, like, all this time on all this stuff. Like, he's like, okay, we're spending, we got to do the brand, branding, all this stuff, 30K, logo. And Elon's like, no, trash it. Mm-hmm. Just, like, spending, 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 trashing everything they do. Um, he was really annoyed at how much time that Eberhard was spending on the Roadster launch event. Yes. Thinking it was a total waste. Um, and there's this great book by E.W. Niedermeyer. I don't know if we've mentioned him yet on the show. I believe this is the first time. Uh, he has a great book that was published, I think it's 2019, so it's actually kind of interesting to read now. Yeah. Knowing what's happened over the past two years. Uh, it's called Ludicrous, which mm-hmm. is a reference, of course, to the famous Ludicrous mode that Elon Musk launches with the Tesla. Um, but Musk was particularly uh, incensed that the New York Times was calling Eberhard the chairman. Yes. And like kind of went like ape mode and was like. He went ludicrous mode. He did. He, why didn't I just say ludicrous mode? Why didn't I? It was right there. Well, uh, you 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 chose to go eight, but it, yeah, he he it basically tells the PR firm, if this ever happens again, then you are fucking fired. Because the thing is, is like Eberhard is the center of attention during this because he is the fucking CEO of Tesla, not Elon Musk. Musk was really focused at this point on how cool the car looked. All the little details, uh, like how the car doors worked, the little, the handles, the how things felt, how things, you know. The mouthfeel of the Tesla. Oh, my God. Yes. No, but this is like his primary focus. And even to this day, I mean, this is really what he focuses on at the behest of, say, the innards of yes. the car. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He, I mean, he is he is much more of a door guy than an engine guy, Yeah, you could say. Yeah, and he, I mean, speaking of doors, I mean, this is something that he, like, focuses so much on with the Model X, which, of course, has the fucking, like, Batman Falcon Wing doors. Yeah, the doors that, like, prevented production of it. There's all these problems with them. Awful, yeah, awful. Horrible. And that's the thing. I, I want to I do a little real quick is there are so many problems with Teslas that if you're, like, a Tesla nerd right mm. now in, like, the good way, you know, like, you know a lot about how they suck dick. You're you're probably gonna be like, well, how do I don't mention mention this? Why don't they mention that? Here's the thing: these cars are bad, mm. okay, and they're bad in a lot of very obvious ways, and they're bad in a more esoteric ways. Sure, and and in wompy ways. They are very wompy as well. Um, and and and. But we are really going to get into it. I we, promise. We we are going to get into that. But there are so many problems with the cars <laughs> that we are not going to get into all of the problems. Okay, uh, this is again, like I mentioned. The Lotus Elise is not the best car to put your little batteries in. And uh, Niedermeyer's book has a pretty jarring, I guess, anecdote uh, from, a, from a former engineer who kept finding pretty minor but important problems. And like, we can't do this. Like, there's this really, you know, like constantly finding problems with these and then trying to address the root of the problems and then basically being shot down and be like, fix it on that specific car, but don't look into it other- elsewise. Um 
he he tried to go to like his management with this, and Elon Musk tells him, "We're not building Toyotas here. They yeah. don't got to be perfect." Uh, that's the thing. They aren't building Toyotas. They are building cool cars for rich people. And the thing is about nice cars is you think that they maybe are supposed to be really reliable because they're nice cars. No, they're not. No, they're toys. They're toys. Exactly. So like actually like a lot of very fancy cars aren't that reliable of cars because they're not meant to be used as cars. They're meant to be used to drive along the mountains to the French Riviera. I don't really know. Well, this is like a fucking theme with Tesla, right? I mean, they aren't building cars to use to do normal stuff. They are building expensive showpieces that end up pumping the brand, which end up, as we'll see, pumping the stock. Exactly. So, like we mentioned, the car isn't exactly even up to snuff of the technology that it promises. It isn't just like with the technology isn't working with the body of the Lotus Elise. The technology kind of just isn't working. So... I don't know how many people out there are gamers, but when I was younger, it, like a PlayStation 2s, you'd always hear about people who, whose, whose game consoles would brick. Like they would just stop working I, for various reasons and basically just be an inert piece of plastic. I've never heard this before. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's for the fellas. That's right. Uh Imagine if you bought the shittiest car in the world and then that happened. Actually, blessing in disguise. But that can actually happen with your Tesla. That has happened for a variety of reasons, including software reasons. But one of the one of the reasons it happens is because of the fucking battery. Uh, Tesla's batteries have a long and storied history. But this has been a problem from the beginning. Uh, yeah, if, this is the Roadster, right? Yeah, well, Roadster, I th- believe up until now. Mm. Uh if you leave your car unplugged for too long, like for a while, you know, like maybe you leave it in the uh, Ed Buck's driveway after you go to a party with him because you're also like an Ed Buck type guy. Uh, and then you go on David Geffen's yacht for like 14 mm. months, part of Kimball, and you come back. Your Tesla, is there's a good chance it will be uh, uh, bricked. And that means it's not just it won't turn on. The wheels won't move. And it'll be like essentially impossible to move. Tesla fans got really pissed when this story came out and like attacked the person. Yeah, it, was they a Tesla, do that. it was a Tesla owner that it happened mm. to. And there's, I believe, of the original 2200 that were put out, five uh, to roadsters that, that came out, five were bricked oh at God. various points. None and of this is covered by the warranty, by the way. No, 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 no. That is a huge thing. None of it's covered by the warranty. And this is the thing, like this car that they're building was basically a prototype that they then rolled out into the public. Exactly. And like comparable cars, like the Nissan Leaf electric car, this has never happened to it mm. because their technology makes sure that it won't. So you can do that. You you can't. No, I'm saying you can do that. You can oh, make yeah. sure it doesn't happen. Yeah, you can leave an Ann Bucks driver as long as you want. <laughs> So there's all of these little design problems that are happening, and there's a huge war over people, both Musk and Eberhard claiming the other one wanted a two-speed transmission, and the costs are fucking soaring. Mm. This motherfucker is going to cost like a billion dollars by the time it's done. But that doesn't stop them from showing off the Roadster at a 2006 auto show in San Francisco and for the first of many times having to pour Water on the engine in between showing it off. We got to shut down these auto shows. This yeah. is becoming a running theme where they have these, they do these auto shows, and then suddenly they got to make these cars. No one can make. Yeah, and I, I, by engine I mean battery. But they keep doing this too. Oh. These guys love throwing water <laughs> on batteries, which is something I was never, I was told not to do. 
So they start, they gain, and if this brings you back to episode one and the impact EV1, then exactly, yeah, then, they, you're, then you're listening. A lot of hype from this. People, people are ecstatic. Oh, look, this balding guy fixed his baldingness, and now he has hair, and he's got this badass car called a Roadster. Uh, pre-order much? Oh, I, that was the, sorry, probably the most annoying voice, awful. saying the most annoying thing that I've that ever done awful. on this show. Uh, based alert? Uh, pre-order much? <laughs> look, we're the Reddit guys. Well, now the pressure's on for Eberhard, right? Because Elon Musk is out there being like, check out this motherfucker. Mm. And Eberhard, I mean, Eberhard, by the way, is also kind of doing this too. But like, you know, it's it's fucking go time. This company is growing. There are more and more employees. Uh, Musk is investing more and more money, sort of solidifying his control over it. Well, that's the thing, because the more money he invests, the more equity he gets mm. in the company. So he's taking slow control over the company. And by 2007, only seven cars were delivered. <laughs> they could only make seven cars. Yes. Okay. Oh, funny story about that, actually, is, is Eberhard was supposed to get the first car, uh, the very first Tesla. Elon says, uh, sorry, bitch, you can get number two. Uh, and so Eberhard, who by, I believe, he gets this in writing. He's like, okay, whatever. I guess this guy has all the money. I'll get number two. Which, uh, it, by the way, the first Tesla ever produced is going to be worth a lot more. Than the second Tesla ever produced. Sure. And so Eberhard's like, well, I mean, he can't do much. So he gets it in writing. Uh, sits at home, waiting for his Tesla for a while. I think by this time he is no longer with the company. And uh, Elon uh, sold the second Tesla to his friend. Eventually, months later, uh, he gets this message saying that a Tesla employee has been doing damage. Uh, what was it? Uh, endurance testing on Eberhard's Tesla. Uh, endurance testing that involved running Eberhard's Tesla into the back of a semi truck oh over and God. over. What an asshole! Exactly. So, uh, so on seven months after he was supposed to get the Tesla, he finally gets one, uh, and then burns to death in it after he couldn't get out. Just kidding. That was another person that happened to. <laughs> Um, but that did happen. So all this is to say Eberhard is floundering at the company. He yeah. is not getting a lot of support. He's asking the board to hire other people. And this is sort of the devious thing that Musk does. So Eberhard is like, I need a CFO. I need like a COO. I need all the other things. But here's the thing. Musk understands you got to let them lose on their own. You got to let them lose on their own. So- he knows you don't get in there. Let him flounder. And this is exactly what he does. Yeah, 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 yeah. As Musk, as chairman, and as the person, if you remember, who has the final say on everything, mm. purposely doesn't approve any hires that would help Eberhard. Yeah, a saboteur. Exactly. And so Eberhard... Well, he f- takes the fall. He takes the fall. He fucks up, and he is out. He's removed from the board, and Musk does a lot of clearinghouse. He replaces Eberhard, not with himself, but with somebody else as a CEO. Uh, and fires a whole bunch of people. And a little later, Eberhard writes a blog post, a very mild blog post, by the way, about it, and sort of detailing just who got fired. And uh, Musk uh, immediately cuts his severance. His severance, by the way, was six installments of $100,000 and six months of health insurance, Oof. which is, I know, isn't that kind of sad? Yes, that's really sad. Yeah, for your own company. And uh, mm. he and he's, 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 he's fucking out. He's fucking fired. Uh, they, there's a bunch of lawsuits yeah, that so go down lawsuits. after this. I mean, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, 
eventually, uh, this is one. This is one detail we have to include. I mean, there's lawsuits and counter lawsuits and lawsuits and counter lawsuits. But there's one line from a Tesla lawsuit against Eberhard that is really heartbreaking. Mm. If Eberhard is too emotionally fragile to undertake this public debate, he would have been well served not to inject himself into it in the first place. Mm-hmm. And part of that public debate was who was a founder of Tesla because Eberhard was no longer being recognized as one. Well, funny enough, Musk pulls the same job that he did with PayPal. Exactly. And declares himself a founder. Eventually, though, the lawsuits pile up so much that he makes a deal, Musk makes a deal, and allows Eberhard to be declared a founder. Yeah. So uh, now it's Musk, Eberhard, J.B. Strobel, Mark Tarpening, and Ian Wright. But there's no mention of Gager Kokoni. Alan Kokoni. Even though, of course, I mean, they aren't technically founders of the company, but they are the people who invented technology that made the no. company a company. But the important thing is you only think of Elon Musk as the founder of Tesla. Exactly. I mean, who the fuck is thinking of J.B. Strobel? I mean, yeah, honestly, who? you sound like a fat Dutchman. Okay, so to Elon's personal life, while all this is going down, Elon Musk said 2008 was the hardest year of his life. Well, that's the thing. It actually was. Yeah. He, he had a pretty rough year. 2008 is a really bad year for both Elon personally and Tesla. We yeah. should start with Elon personally because it's much funnier. Gladly. He gets a divorce. Mm-hmm. A lot a, of divorce in this story. A lot. The man loves to get divorced. Uh, remember Justine? We've talked about several times. You don't remember Justine? I guess you're yeah, the probably one who, cooking they, or something, they not paying attention. The Sydney Olympics. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he's dropping her ass for an actress. So she wrote a sort of tell-all article in Mary Claire, uh, which is Marie Claire. Mar- Mary Claire. Uh, it's a, it's actually a subsidiary of Marie Claire. Of uh, what? Marie Ma- Marie Claire. It's a subsidiary. That's a French version. Uh, it, which has a lot of insane shit. That like, mm. I mean, you could just read that whole thing and be like, okay, I get Musk, right? Yeah. I mean, he's he's he comes off as a total fucking Not great. freak. Yeah, he out, d- during their wedding, they're dancing up close. He puts his uh, just weird kind of his face looks like fungus up to her ear and says, "This is their first dance at their wedding. Uh, I am the alpha in this relationship." <laughs> Fellas, don't do that. No, don't do that. You got to demonstrate you're the alpha, bro. <laughs> That's so awful. By having her dance, tricking her into also, dancing with another guy at the wedding and beating that guy's ass. You know what I'm going to say? If you got to say it, you're not the alpha. Nah, that's not true. I have to say it constantly. Well. I'm the sigma. Okay. So they've had five children together, and not to dwell on this for too long, but these are some evil fucking names. So the, they, <laughs> their names are Griffin. Okay, Griffin, you can get away with that one. Xavier, Kai, Saxon, and Damien. Those are fucking supervillain yeah, names. I'm sorry. Very those are that fucking supervillain names. That's the cartoon cartoon character names. Yes. And Elon, in her accounts, is cold, disconnected, obsessed with work. Uh, basically just treats her either like a, well, he treats her like an employee and she reminds her of him of this and, uh, and reminds him that she's not his employee, uh, to which he replies, uh, if you were my employee, I would fire you, which I guess he does. He divorces her. 
Yeah. Six weeks later, after he files for divorce, he is now engaged to an actress named Tallulah Riley. Now, we've talked about this a lot. I don't know who that is. Who the fuck is Tallulah Riley? Do you know who Tallulah Riley is? From Westworld. What? What? Well, I'm who sure she's she? very pretty. Tallulah? That's a fake name. Give me a break. Tallulah. Imagine. Oh, Tallulah, I love you. Is she from Austin? I'm Tallulah. No, she's British. Six weeks after the divorce, he shacked up with her. Now, we aren't just mentioning the divorce because it's funny to mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you kind of get a little insight into his character, but because the divorce actually leads to a pretty epic lawsuit and yes. um, some disclosures where we find out that Elon Musk has no money. None. And here's the thing. Elon Musk says the board of PayPal, X.com, whatever, had uh, forced him to sign a post-nup, which is like a prenup, but I think after you're already married, to Justine. Uh, and that, of course, now that he is a multi, multi, multi millionaire, supposedly, uh, is a big problem. And of course, she's trying to get some fucking money. And so there are some rather messy proceedings, which lead to some rather messy disclosures. Yeah, basically, it uh, it it is disclosed that he's spending about two hundred thousand dollars a month, all on personal loans. You got to give. You got to make sure that. Xavier has like a devil horns to be two hundred thousand dollars a month. Yeah, Tallulah demands. Oh my god! No, it's insane. He's surviving literally on personal loans from friends, and Tesla is basically going to go under if he's flat broke. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is a big fucking problem for Tesla because, as you might recall. Elon is Tesla's, like, main funder up until this point. Well, there's another problem for Elon's bank accounts because in order to oust Eberhard, mm-hmm. he had to convert about $8 million of his preferred shares to common shares. So to put it in the simplest terms possible, preferred shares get paid first but have no voting rights. Common shares get voting rights but get paid after everyone else, which includes debt holders. Like, they are literally last down at the bottom getting paid. But they can vote, including to vote to oust uh, the CEO. So Elon is able to maintain control over Tesla by continuing to fund them. But, like, around this time, a funding round comes and goes, like, without Elon's involvement. So how is Elon going to get them out of this mess in 2008? Like, Tesla's basically on the verge of bankruptcy. Yeah. Yeah. They got no money. Uh, Kimball recalls at this time uh, that basically saying he definitely took risks that seemed like they could have landed him in jail for using someone else's money. Huh. Well, Kimball himself, using his own money, has taken some risks that should probably land him in jail, too, allegedly. So the thing about when Elon went to war with Eberhard to oust him, right, converting the shares, um, so... Just to, like, go over that again for one second. In when that happened, you know, he needed the voting power to oust Eberhard as CEO. Converted the 8 million shares from preferred shares to common shares. Um, this is a genius move, right? Except it opens him up to dilution. Because when he converted those shares, he no longer retains the ability to have his shares not dilutable. Mm-hmm. And the more and more money you pour into a company, right, it it dilutes the amount that you would have 
Yes. Them, yeah. Okay. Right? That makes sense to me. Does that make sense? So um, with all these subsequent rounds of funding that they needed, uh, including a kind of convertible debt round that we'll get into, um, there's signs that Musk like might lose control of Tesla. Okay. Which I don't is, think he would like that. No, this is his baby. Um, he just had a whole coup. You yeah. know, he's got to get the roadster out. You, you, if you do the coup, you can't just, I mean, what are you, come on. You can't get cooed yourself out. Exa- well, in fact, history has shown us that that often does happen, but usually in like Syria. <laughs> well, at this point, like board members are not happy. There's significant employee turnover, including like really big guys, like VPs of marketing. Well, that ha- All right. So that happens until now, too, though. Yeah. And many times over in Tesla's history. And there's like just a real, I don't know, loss of morale around the company. I mean, yeah. Elon himself has referred to this as like the darkest day of his life. Yeah. Or God. years of his life. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, it really does look like Tesla's going to go under. I wish he had let the depression win. He is. <laughs> He's liquidating his assets left and right. Yeah. Which, curiously enough, he just put his house in San Francisco on the market. Mm -hmm. And last year he tweeted that he was going to give up all his his earthly possessions. Mm. Anyway, at this point, he's borrowing cash. He's borrowing cash, like we mentioned, from SpaceX. He's out on all these personal loans for his own living expenses. This whole thing is, like, tied together with a bunch of shoestrings. Yeah. This is a familiar scene for Tesla. Now... As Tesla continues to pick up more and more of his personal expenses, like he takes a private jet everywhere. Now Tesla's paying for that instead of Mm. Elon. That starts – what they start to do is instead of pay him a salary, they start to award him stock options as his salary. So why would they do that? Well, because they don't have any money. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so what they do is they're like, okay, we're going to give you more equity. So he's able to kind of get more and more stock options, have more and more, you know, this is why the, this, the stock price will become very important to Elon Musk for many reasons, this being one of them. Mm-hmm. The company is bleeding cash. Musk is dipping into customer deposits to pay for operating expenses because when you – when customers were buying Roadsters, Tesla requires a deposit – uh, you know, anywhere from six thousand to sixty thousand dollars. Okay. In order to claim a roadster for themselves. Yeah, yeah. He's now using those deposits to fund like keeping the lights on of this fucking that operation. That is really depressing. Like adding together like twelve thousand dollars to make sure that like you can you know get the garbage taken out. And this is, by the way, the fall of two thousand eight. And do you remember? Anything else that was going on at this time? I'll I'll be honest with you. At the time, I was on a lot of drugs. Okay. I know what happened now, but back then, I was I was really fucked up. Well, this is like the biggest financial crisis since the Great Depression. I definitely was going under uh, going to go in a really big financial crisis in two thousand eight. Okay. Well, there are because of that, there are like zero credit markets. They're all frozen up, aka like no one is lending. Yeah. Musk can't get financing for anything. Like, you know, personal or otherwise. Now, at this point, this is pretty funny. Valley Wag, which is, at the time, was Gawker's, like, Silicon Valley gossip site. I recall. Sure. They, their blog publishes an anonymous Tesla employee claiming that the company only has $9 million in its bank account. And it, won't, it will not be able to fulfill the oh, merely 1,100 cars on order. Yeesh. <laughs> 
I, th- I thought the, the post was very cute. It says, the Valley's hottest electric car maker is running on fumes. <laughs> Tesla Motors, the brightest hope of Silicon Valley's nascent clean automotive industry, only has $9 million in the bank, a longtime employee tells us. What makes the company's low cash balance especially scary, our tipster says, is that the company has taken multiple tens of millions of dollars in deposits from customers Anywhere from five thousand to sixty thousand per vehicle, and has only delivered fifty of them. Jesus! Having already spent its customer deposits, it may run out of money before it delivers the cars they have paid for. <sighs> this is also a familiar scene for Tesla. Well, the whistleblower, or they're running out of money, or they're using deposits, or basically all of it, right? Pretty much all of it. I want to be clear that I am not alleging. The P word. So the P word is like an Italian name, right? And, yeah, it rhymes with Fonzie. The Fonzie cream, let's call it. <laughs> so you don't think that there's any Fonzie cream in Tesla? I would say that if you are using money that people give you to pay for something. To give to the people who first gave you money? Mm. Yes. Yeah, I can see where you go. Others going with have this. alleged, I shall not allege, mm-hmm. but I'm going to throw it out there that perhaps that might have some, that might be a little appropriate here. Literally, okay, one day later after this blog post comes out. <laughs> like an actual day later, like yeah. Literally one day later, Elon comes out and claims that Tesla has now secured new financing and that he will personally guarantee every roadster. What does that mean? So he literally means that. If, like, don't worry about it, because if you don't get one, I'll guarantee it. I'll give, I'll pay for it. I will give you the $60,000. I will guarantee all of these cars with my personal money. He's basically, by the way, now implying that he's a billionaire. Yeah. Which we, I don't think that there, I would like a a citation is needed for that. Well, he was borrowing $200,000 a month from friends. So maybe he would just (laughs) borrow money from his friends to pay people back. I mean, I did that with drug dealers. I mean, it's not just that he like claims this, like Reuters really like reports that Tesla is now closing a financing round. He goes to them and is like, I've gone on the record as saying I'm personally standing behind all the delivering. I've got the means and wherewithal to do so. What's the big deal? No one, you know, you should have zero concern. Mm-hmm. I got it. I all got good, it. All good, baby. It's all good. So he's like, we still need a little bit of money to get cash flow positive, but this is going to be fine. We've got the funding secured. It turns out that while Tesla is telling Reuters, a renowned publication, that they had their funding secured, they, in fact, they did not have any funding secured until basically two months later. Ah, uh, well, maybe the funding was being secured. You know, you forget a word sometimes. When you talk. No, this round of debt financing it finally comes through on literally on Christmas Eve. Yeah, he he loves this, which story. is so fucking annoying. So he repeats lame. this like over and over and over. And it, you know, to be it's fair, a Christmas miracle. I mean, this does prevent Tesla from bankruptcy. Um, it, it becomes, like, very key, again, to the mythology of Elon Musk and the story of Tesla, save the very, let's say, generous and flexible financing and accounting measures that the company mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of gets into. I'm a fan of generous and flexible accounting measures. But, you know, it's like the grit, the guile. Wow. Oh, my God. How much? He sacrifices. Oh, keep the lights exactly. on. He's yeah, pulling yeah, all the strings. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, going yeah, crazy. Yeah. You know, this is his well, whole it's, thing. It's, he becomes, like, inseparable from the company, right? Like, it, it becomes, like, it, he, I mean, and, and he really is. I mean, he's attached it 
completely to himself at this point, at least financially. And I think at this point is like when it sort of merges, like Elon is Tesla, like where it goes, he goes. Yes. But the thing is, is that this doesn't actually save Tesla. For that, we can thank Obama. Thank you. So I'm just going to rewind for a second. Back in 2007, before, just actually, kind of sadly, months before uh, he will be ousted yes. in the coup by the dastardly Elon, uh, our man Eberhard testified to the Senate Finance Committee on like alternative vehicle or mm-hmm. alternative tech for vehicles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, alternative vehicles. And you'd seen someone <laughs> burning man. He had a yeah. really, really good feeling about bicycle powered airplanes. <laughs> no, he like talks a big game. And I, you know, I want to be clear at this point, Tesla literally had not yet delivered a single roadster. And Eberhard is like out there being like, oh, we could do this. We could do that. He's like floating the idea of Tesla being like providing battery cells for other companies. They had not done any of that yet. Um, but it works. I mean, this is the whole thing. This the song and dance fucking works. Like months later, Congress establishes what's called the Energy Independence and Security Act, whatever. But it includes twenty five billion. Hello. <laughs> allocated for a loan program to support advanced tech vehicles like Tesla. Tesla. Now, Eberhard, with the kind of foresight, he applied for the program, but Congress said, yeah, it wasn't like funded yet. Um, and at this point, like, you know, they say he, they're looking for about $350 million to develop this, like, they had not yet manufactured, but they had this big idea for this sedan. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that was the whole thing with Tesla, right? Is that, like, the Roadster is actually just, like, a way to get our foot in the door, and then we're going to market cars for normal people. I and mean, those normal people will buy lots of cars. Exactly. Yeah. And this will really change things, because we know, you know, a few sports cars zipping up and down Silicon Valley. You know, I understand that's not enough, but we're going to do this. Yeah. And so, I mean, they're like, hey, the government wants to fund, you know, electric vehicles, Perfect. You know, the government isn't going to fund a luxury car. They want to get, you know, for regular Americans, consumers, families, all that. And so Tesla, Eberhard, promises them this four-door sedan, totally mid-market, and additionally asks for another $100 million for a battery production facility to supply batteries for the automakers and make the sedan. So... It sounds like an aside, but the battery concept was actually central to the the loan application, which is with the Department of Energy, I want to be clear. So yeah. I'm going to keep referring to it as the DOE loan. Um, like, So they could not get that $100 million without it. Um, there's sort of competing stories about how this all happens. Like, it's weird. Like, Musk tells one. That girl, Ashley Vance, tells one. That girl, Ashley Vance. That's so, that's so mean. The writer. Yeah, 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 Let's go yeah. Right. I, I mean, listen, if you're a guy named Ashley, I'm sorry, you're a woman to me. <laughs> but why, Wired also has a different story. It's very weird. Um, but it's unclear. But Tesla, like, eventually, in about, like, early 2009, uh, presents this idea to uh, Daimler, which is the company that makes that the, the smart car. Yeah. You know, yeah, the smart yeah, car? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they basically, they... Um, they like kind of gut a smart car as they do mm-hmm. and soup it up with one of their batteries and they like take it into a parking lot and like pop a wheelie with it and are like, look how fucking powerful it is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. The fools at Daimler because apparently every automaker is just. 
I know what you're thinking here. I agree. I mean, that's we were talking about this earlier today. It's like, what is wrong with these guys? I feel like I could just describe a motorcycle to like Volkswagen and sell them the ideas if it's new. Apparently, because these guys see a smart car pop a wheelie and they're like, sold. Holy done. shit. This is incredible. This is great. We yeah. want a thousand of these. You guys should see the car stuff I watch on Lively. People do way crazier shit than that. So Daimler orders like a bunch of these battery packs and boom, checkbox. Now that part of the loan application fulfilled. But there's other requirements for this Department of Energy loan. What do we got? Tesla actually has to prove that it was going to make cars for consumers that are not just luxury cars. <laughs> yes, like we were saying. I mean, they, they need to actually make a normal person car. Yeah. At this point, you know, I think at this point they were calling it the White Star. But this Lame. is what becomes what we know as the Model S. Yeah. For successful. They had to prove that they had, or they didn't have to prove, but they needed a factory. Yes. Because at this point, if it's not clear, they aren't actually making cars. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There <laughs> is no like Tesla factory that is producing a car. And this is the key. They had to be profitable for one month. Brother, I know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds crazy, but this is very difficult for them. Yes. Now, this is a big, tall order, but without doing this, the show's over. I mean, like, Tesla is kaput. Yeah. Done yeah, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Finito. Finished. Which, maybe it should have been. Uh, probably should have been. Thanks, Obama. Well, they quickly buy the Toyota, former Toyota Numi factory in Fremont, and I think this is sort of a fairly well-known tale. You know, this, this car factory had gone, th- gone through a couple of different owners. It was UAW. And without getting too deep into the specifics of how Elon Musk treats all his workers at the Gigafactory, although there will be some anecdotes included in the next episode, uh, (laughs) Tesla factories have three times the OSHA violations of all the big three car manufacturers in the U.S. combined, which is a lot. I mean, (laughs) it is a ton. Uh, Elon Musk once headbutted a car on an assembly line (laughs) to show workers that it was safe, that you didn't need a machine that made the assembly line stop when a human walked up. Uh, When one worker asked the shift lead why there wasn't yellow uh, hazard lines around like in every other factory known to man, she was told that Elon Musk doesn't like the color yellow. Uh, He also doesn't like the beeping on forklifts, which is a person who worked, uh, you know, with a couple of jobs that had forklifts at them. You really need the beep. Yeah. It's crucial to not getting run over by a forklift. Here's my question. Some of the Yosha violations, was it because there's no beep? There is... I mean, there is a Reveal News article that details some of this. Some of the OSHA violations are fucking insane. Like, some people got really, yeah, there's, like, actually really gnarly injuries that got out of there. And it's also, you know, Elon Musk, even now, is still running this place like a startup. And so people are encouraged to work really long hours, which, if you're working in a mechanical sort of environment, not so great for keeping all your fingers. Um the, 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 The factories are basically like the cars. They're slapped together, they don't work, and they're gonna kill you. He, he oh, by the way, when that reveal news article came out, uh, Elon Musk uh, or somebody at Tesla published like a rejoinder. That's the thing. Tesla always like if He's they always get bad press, say something. they always respond. The man, he cannot shut up. He cannot Incapable. shut the fuck up. And he calls he calls reveal news an extremist. Which, by the way, no one's heard of this place. I've heard of reveal news. What? Yeah, they do like big investigative journalism stuff. Really? Yeah. 
Well, you learn something new. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, they, uh, they he calls them an ideological extremist organization <laughs> on the Tesla website that's in league with big unions like the UAW. Oh, my God. Yeah. First of all, why is why the fuck is Elon Musk afraid of the UAW anyways? They can't win a fucking election to save their mm-hmm. goddamn lives. Okay. So they've got the battery contracts. They've got the factory. They need the sedan. Now, we've mentioned the kind of shows that Musk puts on. Yeah. He does the same thing. He drives a sleek silver sedan out from behind a glittering curtain. He loves driving out from behind curtains, too. I know. That's so stupid. And he kind of debuts what this new Tesla's going to look like. You know, everyone in the audience is like, oh, my God. You know, it's like, oh, my God. You know, they're all screaming, crying, yeah, the yeah, press is yeah, going yeah, bananas. Yeah. It's like freaking Justin Bieber up there. It's like the fucking Beatles on Ed Sullivan, but like for autistic rich people. Yeah. Everyone's going nuts. And he's like, you are looking at what will be the world's first mass manufactured electric car. And everyone's like, whoa. whoa Except, this. get this, the car's fake. What do you mean the car is fake? The car is fake <laughs> because remember the thing we said about computers yeah. and the big supercomputer? Yeah. Okay, he does that but with the car. That's so smart. And he does this over and over and over again, Wait, by the what way. Do you mean, what do you, he does it with the car? So the car that he drives out is actually a Mercedes CLS. Baller. That he kind of sort of converted to electric using the Roadster drivetrain, well, but it doesn't totally work. I mean, if you're only driving out from behind the curtains, you know, what's the range really got to be? The body panels that they put on were yeah. on with magnets. Okay, <laughs> like, this unorthodox is, method of construction. I mean, a car. it's literally like a theater production. Yeah, it's a Potemkin car. Yes, absolutely. Um... You know, they're backstage pouring ice water onto it to again to, with the goddamn ice water because the thing would catch on fire. Do you think he has a dedicated water guy who will like shut the fuck up about it? Like he doesn't spill. The car is totally fucking fake, and it works. Okay, so the last part that they need to get the money to keep the company going. Remember, verge bankruptcy, show's over. Which again, sort of wishing it ended. No, they need one month of profit. Is this impossible? Well, this is classic. You got to ma- you got to spend money, to, or you got to make money to make more money. <laughs> well, what he does first is he tries raising the, <laughs> the price of the cars by twenty k. Classic move. Um, you know, rightly their customers freak out because one, they've already given Tesla all those deposits, and they were told their prices were locked in. So that actually a little little a little note here. He does this with every single company repeatedly. He yes. loves doing this. Yeah. Like if you if you I mean again like this is this shows up in like every Peter and among all of his companies, not just in Tesla either. So I mean customers get fucking pissed, you know, and Elon gets he kind of does get scared, I think. Yeah. Like you can kind of see in some of his emails to customers like he's a little shook. He does town halls at this point. Yes. And he like pleads with them directly over email. Um, and he's kind of like using his charm to justify all these higher prices and he like hides all this stuff. Like there's one that he's like, no, it's nothing. It's just, you know, we're adding a thousand dollar destination charge. Yeah. This is something that happens over and over again to like, I mean, in this, like this year, yeah, last yeah, year, yeah, yeah, this yeah. constantly happens where Tesla will just add on like hidden costs that just show up out of nowhere while they're in production. It, it's unbelievable. I just want to be clear, like other car companies 
don't do this. No, no, no. I mean, this is being run like a tech company, right? This is yeah. like putting your deposit down for like the new iPhone. Well, and that's what he, he kind of says it. I mean, he kind of like plays it where it's like everyone's in on this. I mean, you're helping us build this company. You're at the, you know, this is right at the beginning. We're all in this together. Like we're trying to secure loans from the government so we can get this Model S and you're helping us. And it's like this whole like rah, rah thing. Um, but like this seems crazy to me. Like, reading this, like, why would anyone be like, oh, yes, here's more money. I'm going to buy another car. But, like, they kind of buy it. They do. They buy I mean, that's the crazy thing because even at this really early stage, there seems to be a lot of people that will just stick with this guy who's obviously pulling the it. fucking yanking the goddamn chains all over the place. I don't get it place. at all. It's so insane to I mean, me. I just assume that they have a billion dollars and they're like, it doesn't really matter if I get the car or not. Because otherwise, what kind of fucking... Just buy another car. Well, I don't get it. What kind of weirdos... Put, I mean, it's an electric... I, I mean, well, I guess it's the novelty of an electric sports car, right? But it's like... What the fuck, brother? Like, you put a deposit down on it? I mean, it just seems weird. Yeah, I mean, he later on at one point calls this a, like an actual bait and switch. So it's not like he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. Um, he like, you know, he he's like a little com- like concerned that people are going to cancel orders. And he um, tries to manage their expectations by, again, surprise announcement via email February 2009. This is what it says. The Department of Energy informed Tesla last week that they expect to disperse funds from our $350 million Model S loan application within four to five months. Except the DOE, they had not agreed to loan anything to Tesla at this point. And again, this is going to be a familiar dance. Musk announces this and a Tesla spokesperson alongside a DOE spokesperson, has to come out and say, well, no final decisions have actually been made. There's Mm -hmm. no specific applications and blah, 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 blah. But it doesn't fucking matter because Elon says this and the press goes nuts. No one corrects the record or no one follows up with the stories. They don't get the headlines. And, I mean, this is repeated over and over and over again. And actually, in that book by Niedermeyer Ludacris, he points out that like later on FOIA requests show that at this point, Tesla's first application had already been denied by the Department of Energy. And because it had insufficient data to verify any of its efficacy claims or any of the environmental compliance record, which is very funny. The the successful applications for this loan, to be clear, again, the loan that will guarantee and secure Tesla's future, the applications for that loan are not even filed until May 2009, which is months after Elon claims that it's already been secured. My man loves saying funding secured. Dude, it works. It fucking works. It fucking works. He claims to have this $40 million round of convertible debt yeah. secured and a DOE loan that the company has not yet applied for. So the company can is able to pull enough cash deposits together based on literally a fake car, which he makes by literally dressing up someone else's car as his car. So cool. To get enough press to repeat his fake claims about securing government support and public demand to secure a lease for a factory to produce a car that, again, is fake in order to fulfill the application requirements for the loan that he claims he's already secured. I'm sorry. This dude rules this is the greatest scam i've ever fucking heard you can just say you made a car and people will give you money dude daimler invests in the company 
based on the fake car. Toyota agrees to the Fremont oh factory. God. They got the battery contracts. They got the deposits on the Model S. Like, August 2009, Tesla announces its first profitable month ever, making $1 million on $20 million revenue. How? Literally, how? How could Tesla have posted profits when less than a year ago it delivered 4% of its orders <laughs> and it had $9 million in the bank? Yeah. How could it do it? How could it do it? Well, the zero emission vehicle credits, of course. Next time on True and On Presents, the lamest show on earth. There's a lot of bloggers involved in this story. They should be in prison. No, it's called Wompy because they go Wompy. Like, they go all Wompy. If you review a car, do you get to keep the car? It's all fake. I'm just going to say it. The accounting, it's fake. It's no coincidence that the sale of ZEV credits spiked at the same time as fentanyl overdoses. 400 million in 2018, just from these fucking credits. I'd rather swap kisses with my uncle than a battery out of my Tesla. And basically the National Highway Safety Administration had to come out and be like, you can't say that because it's not true. If you own a Tesla, you are going to burn to death inside of it. Elon Musk.